Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys, especially this weirdo that says Film Landscape SMH, like we don't have TikToks and Instagram Reels and Facebook Reels and YouTube Shorts on top of that to do. Hope you guys enjoyed that little video that uh, we put together of our coverage last week in Las Vegas. We had some great interviews there. By the way, what's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the WB Raw Review. Denise has the night off. I am uh, fresh off of attending the WWE show at Rupp Arena. I was there tonight uh, live, just uh, got home minutes ago. 
We're here to talk about it. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats here at youtube.com slash fightful or humperchats.com. You can uh, leave your questions or statements even before we go on the air at humperchats.com. And if you like getting those questions, statements in, all that, we have a Q&A show that I do on fightfulselect.com every single week. It's the best $5 in the business. We're closing in on 12,000 subscriptions again. I want to say thank you to get, thank you guys for that. There is also a free tier you can sign up for over on fightfulselect.com. That will have a, I want to say, yeah, a pretty substantial report. It's about the Vince stuff later this week uh, that we're working on. Please leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate if you did that. And also, uh, if you're in the chat, don't troll. We're going to get rid of you. We're just going to get you out of here. I'll be answering your questions about Raw uh, tonight on Fightful Select. We have the WWE Raw plans. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a bunch of backstage news as... uh, I was there today. I was able to get a little bit more. Uh, we, uh, yeah, there, there's just so much to get into over the last few weeks. Just, just an insane amount. And I'm here to talk with you guys about it. We have interviews with Seth Rollins, with Becky Lynch up here on youtube.com slash Fightful. But we are on podcast platforms everywhere. Something I mentioned on Twitter. Leave us a nice five-star review on Spotify and or uh Apple, yeah, that's what it is. And you are entered into all of our contests that we do in the future. And that's in addition to whatever you you enter on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and the like. We have a Rhea Ripley interview going up at noon on Tuesday. Uh, Julius Creed today. Veda Scott this weekend. Speedball Mike Bailey last week. Natalia last week. Ace Steel last week. Ivy Nile last week. Just insane. We've had Nick Nimitz, Sam Adonis, Nia Jax, Brutus Creed, Jordan Grace. Just an insane number of interviews lately. Um, people are saying you're back quick. Uh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't 45 minutes. I was there until about 11.20. I stayed there. There was a uh, about a 10, 15-minute post-show segment that Cody and Sami Zayn did where uh, Cody gave away his weight belt and his shoes and signed them. Uh, that was pretty cool. I, I spoke with Cody briefly as well. That was nice. But yeah, I made it home. I only lived three miles from the venue. Like this afternoon, actually, I drove to the venue to de- meet up with John Cone, actually, to drop off some Fightful Awards to Judgment Day, Piper Niven, and Chelsea Green as well. And uh, I did Vegas last week. Is this, I think this is my first full show since Vegas. Yeah. Sir Brendo, get well soon. He says, broke my patella. Thankful for a distraction tonight. Well, we're thankful that, that you're here, and we we hope that you get well soon. Aaron Garcia says, going to Raw in San Antonio in a few weeks. Sorry to hear that, Aaron. Sorry to hear that you live in San Antonio. Super excited. How was the live show today? It was good. Um, I think it had the people that it needed to have on there. You had Drew didn't wrestle, but you had him on there. Cody didn't wrestle. You had him on there. Rhea and Becky didn't wrestle. You had them on there. But what you had were important qualifying matches and an interesting story arc around Sami Zayn and what's going on there. Also, you had, uh, again, several Elimination Chamber matches, which we're about to talk about. James Zimmerman says wrestling is better now than it has been in a while. On screen, I've got to agree. Um, And, you know, the thing is with, with... there, there's very serious things that have went on and are going on. And of course, we're going to keep covering that. I will reiterate this 
numerous times. Any, this will not affect our coverage of the very serious allegations and lawsuits. It won't. We're also going to cover the stuff that is a little more fun to cover. And this was a fun show to cover. Jonathan Corona says, what did I say? Those two Cole and McAfee commercial breaks are going to be funny again. I was right. Well, Jonathan, that ties into Patrick saying any fun interactions with the wrestlers. Uh, So Pat McAfee, during one of the breaks, he does a bit where he sings happy birthday to Michael Cole, even though it's not Michael Cole's birthday, and he tried to get me to sing with him. The video is on Twitter. Uh, Like Pat. Uh, Been acquaintances for years. um, I think maybe even before he did WWE stuff. But uh, that was... That was very cool to see. Uh, wonderful fella. Nicholas says, when you reported Naomi was going to WWE, do you know if AEW was also bidding? I ask because it seems as if WWE does not like to outbid or equal AEW offers. You know, I need to ask around about this, but I'll say this. I haven't heard of AEW making an offer or bidding. Everybody that I spoke to has known for quite a while that Naomi was going to be WWE bound or they just assumed she would be WWE bound. I think that's what what most people just pretty much resolved to. I don't I don't know. This is my opinion. I don't know that AEW thought that they had much of a chance there. We kicked off the show. Uh, hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With Imperium taking on Jay Uso and the New Day, um, this was good stuff. Trios action, and 
I I'm looking at this and I've looked at so much of uh, so many of the trios that they have developed and everybody's saying, Oh, will they split the tag titles? Will they do that? Will they, will they do anything related to that? I'm just sitting there saying, no, I'd like for them to do a trios division. Like they've got so many good options, so many good options. And, um, I, I say this every week. Gunther is the perfect professional wrestler. Jay Uso is so impossibly over right now. That guy is over to such an unreal, ridiculous level. It worked. So when I asked about, you know, I was doing a lot of reporting on the bloodlines last year or bloodline last year. I was told one of the main objectives, in addition to all the Roman Reigns stuff, was to, one, launch Solo Sokoa, establish Jimmy Uso as a supporting player, but also get Jay Uso there as a, as a top guy and someone who can compete. He is that guy. He is so over. I can't remember a time in the last 20 years that WWE has had more people that are over at one time than right now. Of course, the Attitude Era, maybe the start of the Ruthless Aggression Era as well. They they had pretty stacked rosters, especially when they were able to bring in some of the WCW talent. But Jey Uso, man, like, and him doing the, the New Day stomps and the crowd chanting Geet with it was really, really great. Really good. Oh, we're going to ask uh, our moderator, Luis, to put the... Uh, put the results in the rundown as well to make it easy for me to read off. But um, man, a new day in this spot, it's they're in a position where it's like, what more are they going to do? What more can they do? Uh, they, they have, they've been there, done that as far as tag team wrestling goes. It's hard for me to imagine they'll be back in the, the tag team title picture uh, imminently or anything like that. So I like them doing, uh, things like that and them getting a win here uh, helps keep them relevant in that sense they looking incredible shape they're doing a ton of media anytime i'm doing media i see them out there uh doing that and gunther taking losses without taking the pin i think is one of those little tricks uh backstage we see kofi and xavier with jay it's announced jay uso versus gunther next week I was really surprised when I saw so many people that were like, oh, so it's Jay and Gunther at Mania. And I'm like, what, what are y'all talking about? It's two months away. Now, I know they're setting up the Cody stuff, but like, like two months out. But I mean, I, I think that path seemed pretty clear that they were going to go to Jimmy and Jay at WrestleMania, right? I mean, I think that seemed pretty pretty evident. Rumteen says, hey, Sean, where do you see Jacob Fatu landing? So I've mentioned this before, and I'm surprised that he's a free agent, first off, because he's the cornerstone of MLW. But then again, so is Hammerstone, and he's gone. Then again, Richard Holiday was one of them. They they are without many of their cornerstones. Alex Kane's been another big one for them. But... um. WWE has had multiple opportunities to sign Jacob Fatu and have passed. That was under a different regime with different rules and different things that they didn't want to really jump into. Um, and I feel like if, if he's got a chance, it will be now. 
it'll be now that he's a free agent and hasn't proven, hasn't proven that be problematic or have any issues or anything like that, making his dates. I think that the most likely landing spot is WWE, but if they pass on him, I could see TNA giving him a shot. I could certainly see him, him getting a shot there. The sick minds of Matt and Eric says, what's the percentage of WWE and Rossi partnership? Now I just want to say this. If you aggregate or post on Twitter, what I, my estimate percentage is, I think that's very weird. A lot of accounts do that. Um, I'm going to say 50, 50 people in WWE told me that they wouldn't be surprised to see it. I'm going to ask our moderator, Luis to put the Jade super chat down there with the, uh, additional, the Chelsea segment as well. Patrick said, being that you and Denise were the only wrestling media allowed at the Vegas event, is it fair to say you two are the top in this part of the industry? Um, I think that that was a product of us having the largest platforms of most people in involved there. And again, there, there are a lot of people that I really like there. I don't want to name names because I don't want anybody to not get mentioned that doesn't want mentioned, but uh, I mean, I've got a lot of followers on Twitter. I think 280,000. We've got over 100,000 uh, YouTube subscribers. We've got t- almost 12,000 Fightful Select subscribers. And a thing that I've always said to people when they say, oh, you hide it behind a paywall. And I'm like, well, man, it's not hiding it very well because including account sharing, that goes out, like when we post something, it immediately goes to over 15,000 people. It goes to their emails. It goes to their their phones or whatever that may be. Denise has even more YouTube subscribers than us. And she can, like, algorithm be damned. She posts 12 videos in four hours and they all blow up. And I have been on the outside looking in on a lot of that before. And it doesn't feel good and it sucks. But also, uh, I know how hard that we work to uh, get there and all that stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I, I feel bad for people that, that didn't get in, but, you know, proud of the work that we do. And I'm always open to helping other people in that. James says, how's the vibe backstage? Folks, happy for Cody. Uh, I haven't heard much about the vibe backstage yet, but yeah, people really like Cody there. Even when Cody was this polarizing figure in AEW, and I was talking to people in WWE about him coming over, People were very excited to have him back. And I I honestly expected something way different when I was talking to people. I thought that there would be something just categorically different. And people would be like, oh, my God, really, Cody coming back? Don't know how that'll work. No, everybody was happy. Here's Here's a little inside baseball. John Alba helped me a lot with that story, actually. And I had gotten a text message around the time when I found out about Cody's contract being up and it said, shit's going to hit the fan. And I'm like, okay, interesting. And then I start asking around and talent are speaking in riddles in AEW back then. And I'd be like, okay, well, you guys know what this is and I'm looking for it. Like, what is this good news or bad news? And within, I want to say five minutes I got three responses that were all of the nature of, well, it depends who you ask. And I mentioned that to John Alba and both of us at the same time go, Cody. 
it's going to be Cody Rhodes. That's that polarizing nature was something that was prevalent of his character and performance in AEW. And that's what got the ball rolling on it. And then when I would talk to WWE people, whenever I heard he was coming over, it was all open arms. So, I mean, a lot of things as we've seen with CM Punk any number of times can be just a product of where you're at. Andrade vignette. I didn't get to see this in the venue, but I did see it afterwards and it was very good. Andrade's very good, man. And you, if you highlight his personality, he is a very, he's a very charming guy. He's a very sly guy as well. MB says, have you seen Taker's new podcast? It's pretty good. I am. Oh yeah. Fightful is a patron of the undertaker. And uh, yeah, I think it is very good. I, I think that there are some elements in which I would love to see him go chronologically or specifically to a topic. I, if I were WDB and Peacock or anybody, I would set up a thing where he starts chronologically and goes through his entire career because we're, we're talking what 30 plus years, 30 plus years that he did. Even if like the later episodes are one match or him getting, getting back into the fold or something like that. The undertaker going through his career in like a documentary series format. And I mean, a fine tooth comb that is, that's a 75 to 100 episode documentary series, man. And uh, I went to his one-man show, and it kicked ass, dude. It kicked ass. This might be a stupid question. Have you heard from Tri- WDB if Triple H knows about you and Fightful? Yes, Triple H definitely knows about us and Fightful. One, we I mean, I've been on media calls with him for eight, nine years now, but uh, I, I know there have been some situations I've, been shown images of him sending fightful stories to people in the past. CJ Darsh says, thanks for the hard work as always. You continue to continue to be a great inspiration for me as a journalism student. Can't wait to see what's coming. Well, listen, I'm not ever going <laughs> to, okay, I'll say this. I learned an awful lot in college, especially as a journalism student. Um, that was very, very useful for me today that I didn't see anybody implementing when I came in that are much more prevalent now. And I'm very happy about that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I actually was in the convergent media program before I left to join Fightful. And that was very beneficial for me because a lot of journalism programs now aren't just journalism programs. They are multimedia journalism or convergent media because they want you to be able to write the article, write it in a bunch of different styles, transcribe the quotes, film the content, edit the content, mix the audio, etc. Uh, those are very, very useful programs. Bobby Lashley defeated Bronson Reed. Meet, this one wasn't like overwhelmingly like incredible or anything. Bobby Lashley spilled out right next to me. Uh, the, <laughs> the security guard was like, they're supposed to let us know when that's happening. And they didn't. But uh, KE775 says, are they really going to have an Australian pay-per-view with no Australian wrestlers? Seems counterproductive. Well, they're going to have Rhea on it for sure. But if I were them, I would get Bronson a match there for sure. I don't know what that match would be, but they've got to have him on the show in some capacity. Besides Rhea, I should say leaving Bronson, Indy, and maybe Grayson doesn't seem smart. Yeah, I agree. I would not leave them off the show. I think that's a very, very bad idea. 
And let me let me look at this card right now. WWE Elimination Chamber 2024. You all get to watch me type this in. It's the product of not having Denise here. They got four matches set right now. Elimination Chamber for the two top title matches. Okay, then they got Rhea and Nia. So here's the thing. You've got the three TBD right now for the women's chamber match, which we're going to get to. You don't know how that will, will hash out right now. I would put Indy in there at the very least. I would also have Bronson win a last chance battle royal to get there as well. Like, why not? Christian says, here for Denise to praise Bronson Reed like usual. Love y'all. Um, well, she ain't here. She had the night off. She's on that that rock schedule right now. But uh, this, this match was like one of those where I, I look at it and I go, okay, this probably could have been more than what it was. But that being said, the crowd liked it. The big meaty man match. You know what you're getting here. But Bobby Lashley winning. Lashley, I wouldn't say he's been directionless because he's had the stuff with the Final Testament. But it's very clear that they still see Lashley as a guy who belongs in that spot. But I would have had Bronson Reed over Bobby Lashley right here. And I would have had Bronson Reed beating Bobby Lashley and getting into the chamber. Because... Like you, you give him a gigantic win, a clean as a sheet win, and you send him to the chamber near where he lives, or at least relatively speaking, near where he lives, right? Like not exactly a not exactly next door or anything like that, but I think he lived in Adelaide. But I think he should have won that. We also got Liv Morgan defeating Zoe Stark. This was a good match. This one was a really good one to watch live as well. The crowd started to get into it. Um, I saw, gosh, what's his name? What's his name on Instagram? Stoney Jabroni. I, I always see him on Instagram. He was there. He was pumped for Liv Morgan, man. He was very, very pumped. And uh, I thought she had a great performance. Um, she's, you know, obviously getting her legs underneath her and all that stuff. Zoe Stark is the is exactly the type of opponent that you would want a Liv Morgan to have if she hadn't wrestled in a very, very long time. And I think that she is the right opponent in that sense. Liv Morgan's facial expressions in the ring are so good, especially when, when selling near falls and the like. Zoe Stark, even you know after she had had a, a bad knee injury in the past, still so athletic, still so smooth, still so quick, and is able to do all that, especially that finish where she goes, I don't know if it was a Phoenix. I had a, I had a little bit of an obstructed view. Then into the code breaker, then into, I think it's called the oblivion. I really dug that finish. And uh, one thing you'll notice if you watch Liv's matches from the start of her career to right now is how many things that she started with that she still has. And then she's refined. And then she finds psychological ways to go in and out of that. And the, there are a lot of matches that I'd see where, where people just don't improve and they'll just hit the ropes to hit the ropes. I'll tell you one that I see a lot that I actually never see somebody like Liv Morgan do because of all that trial and error. Like the shoulder block 
And then somebody will look at him on the ground and then run to the ropes. And I'm like, why are you running to the ropes? You've shoulder blocked this person. They're laying flat on the mat. Why aren't you applying a hold, dropping a knee, dropping an elbow, dropping a fist? You run and hit the ropes. That is such like a prevalent spot in pro wrestling, especially in women's wrestling. And it's like the type of thing you never see somebody like Liv Morgan doing because she's been wrestling on television for so goddamn long that she knows all the tricks. She knows she always finds the camera. It like she has become a really, really great TV wrestler. In other Elimination Chamber qualifying match action, LA Knight, boy, is that man still super over, guys. Holy crap, cow, that guy is super over. He cut a little promo, which I assume is during the commercial because they were changing out the canvas. So for those of you who don't know, they change out the canvas a couple times during the show, uh, sometimes to keep it clean. And of course, at this point, they can just chop up those canvases, <laughs> put them in you know, trading cards and make their money back on whatever they spend on them. And those are very expensive to produce. I'm sure they produce their own at this point. But you had LA Knight defeating Ivar. This was, you know, I, I thought this served a dual purpose. One, Ivar has had some really good performances of late, but he's not going to beat LA Knight here. LA Knight is still mega over. Mega, mega over. And... He's going to the chamber, adding some star value to this card, adding some, some cachet to this Elimination Chamber match. But Ivar looked freaking incredible. The finish there was really good, too. L.A. Knight, you know, he's <laughs> he's the type of guy that in the Attitude Era, oh, my God, they would have just fallen all over themselves to have booked him near the top, right? And still, in this era... He's over... He delivers in the ring. He's ambitious athletically in the ring at a point where a lot of people in their careers would be like, no, I found what works for me and I'm going to stick with it. But he's like, no, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Uh, I love his finish. I love anything out of a, uh, out of a cravat. Like, cause there's so many things you can, you can use that as a hold. You can use it as a pin. You can choke somebody with it. You can go back with a leg sweep. You can go front. You can go to the diamond cutter. You can spin around. Like the cravat is one of the most, one of the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's one of the moves you can vary up the most of, of any in wrestling. And I, I like that move. I think when he did it in TNA, there were people who wouldn't take it right. Versatile was the word I was looking for. There were a lot of people who wouldn't take that move right. And now it's just like, I never see anybody in WWE take it wrong. I always see it done well. Always good. God damn it, guys. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. <laughs> I appreciate you all. For as much as I use that term. <laughs> The finish was really good. Ivar misses the moonsault. You go into the blunt force trauma, gets the pin. Good stuff here. Really, really good stuff. Um, I mean, you, you got to be real. Ivar was not going to win this match because she, Valhalla didn't wear the antlers. 
Did you have the over or under on her winning the antlers or wearing the antlers? Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about betonline.ag, the official betting partner of Fightful. It's not just an online platform. They've been trusted for over 25 years. They boast a focus on the player approach and have built their reputation on offering their clients nothing but the best. From cutting edge technology to enticing promotions and the latest sports betting odds. Whether it be wrestling, MMA, boxing, or football, baseball, basketball, or racing, anything you can think of. All major sporting events are covered by betonline.ag. Fast payouts, highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, safe and secure online environments, and their live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites weekly and easily and in real time. Betonline.ag. That's where we're going at Fightful. That's where we suggest you go as well. That's where we get all of our odds at. Betonline.ag. Only bet what you can and please bet responsibly. Let's get to some super chats, Humper Chats. Ryan says, heard anything about the cool bus rumors? No clue what you're talking about. Already forgot. Patrick says, how does the PC teach ring or story psychology? That's something I need to bring up the next time I talk to somebody uh, that is that has trained there, for sure. We got Chelsea throwing a tantrum backstage, and then Shayna is waiting behind her. <laughs> Uh, also Candace and Indy are there. Sean asks, is Jade Cargill going to enter the battle Royal to qualify for the chamber? Do you have any news regarding that PW insider that said she'd be in the match? Well, wasn't a PW insider report. I don't think WWE, I believe accidentally posted a blurry image in which you could see the participants that were supposed to be in it. I did interview Jade Cargill last week. Didn't get any insight on that. But it wouldn't surprise me if she popped up and, and won that. I, I'm not reporting that she is. Rock might be on the cool bus after this. I don't know, brother. I don't know. Brian says, saw you in the second row. I was in the second row. JD McDonough defeated R Truth. Oh, boy. I just love the way this story is going. And listen. One of our most viral clips. That was me, Brian. I was in the second row. I was there with my wife. But one of our most viral clips is one where I tell our truth that I think he's secretly a genius. And uh, I think that he is plotting to get what he wants out of Judgment Day. Because of a segment years ago, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I wish that if anybody remembers in the chat, please put it in the chat. By the way, happy, happy 40th birthday, DJ Eric. But anyway, there was a segment where our truth pissed off somebody so bad and they were about to whip his ass and he got a title match out of it. And somebody was like, What are you doing? It was Carmella. There we go. It was a Carmella segment. And R-Truth was like, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm showing you how to get in the main event of WWE SmackDown. And I was like, okay, this is his whole thing. He's smarter than everybody. He's, he's smarter than everybody. I think that's what he's doing here. He's taking his lumps. He's taking his ass whoopings. Because I think that he 
is going to win the WWE Tag Team titles from Judgment Day at WrestleMania, and that will be his WrestleMania moment. He lost to J.D. McDonough thanks to a lot of cheating from uh, from Judgment Day without, without Rhea Ripley. I got to say this, in ring, J.D. McDonough looks better every single week, and he's always been accomplished, but physically he's looking better too. Like, and not, not to say he didn't before, but you can see how hard he's working. Uh, he gets really good heel heat. Now, a part of that's because he's in Judgment Day and he's working our truth but still, he's getting that heat. Getting that heat. Yes, it was a segment with Carmella and Ty Dillinger. They were talking about Miz and Maurice. There you go. And I think that Miz is a perfect person to have him do that too. I think that that, because he's he's fallen victim to it. He's seen it. He's been a part of it. All that good stuff. That was a good time. That was that was a good angle too. I think he won that match too, didn't he? Pretty sure. They, they had a couple back-to-back. Maybe it wasn't for the title, because I remember them having two matches in a month. Yeah, Archer beat Miz in the main event of SmackDown, and uh, then they they ran it back a couple weeks later in the opener. But here's the thing. He's very easy to get sympathy on because everybody loves him, and he's playing the dumb guy role. Everybody knows he's a little bit older. (laughs) He didn't have Miz there to watch his back. He was trying to call Miz before. It was, oh, my God, it was so sympathetic, man. And you're just like, oh, truth, man. But in reality, I'm telling you guys, he's a mastermind. He's a mastermind. Eventually, DIY saves him to a big pop. Mr. Showtime says, Johnny G saying, I'm a sexy boy, pop me. So, yes, also, he was great. That he, did confused DIY for DX. And Will Chisholm says, Archer calling DIY DX popped me. It was good. Now, here's the big question. Who will be the Arch- who will be Archer's tag team partner at WrestleMania? Miz has had so many WrestleMania moments. And listen, he's important to this story. He really is. But listen. Miz has faced Snoop Dogg, Pat McAfee. Uh, gosh, who else? He teamed with uh, Logan Paul and beat the Mysterios on top of that. What else? What else? Uh, he beat John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania. He has been in you know intercontinental ladder matches, all that, but... He's wrestled Seth Rollins and Finn Balor at WrestleMania. He's wrestled Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. (laughs) He has uh, been in a match with Bad Bunny. He's had his WrestleMania moments. Teamed with his wife against Cena and Nikki Bella. Guy has had his WrestleMania moments. Now I want to say this. Not to say that I don't want to see him have more because I think he's done really, really good here. But I like what Erwin Guevara says. How great would it be if Truth and Cena won the titles from Judgment Day? Now, I don't know what that means for a schedule of John Cena after that. But 
Judgment Day taking out the Miz before the match and our truth saying, Well, I only know one guy to call, and I don't know if he'll show up. And John Cena comes out there. Whew, boy. Mr. Showtime says, Braun for Truth's partner, maybe. I'd be surprised if he was ready that soon. But um, somebody says Pac-Man Jones. I asked him about that team. I'm a big Bengals fan, obviously. Shout out Common Bengals W. So uh, I wanted to ask him about that. I was very excited to. But, um, man, John's, that that's a John Cena WrestleMania moment. And when's the last John Cena WrestleMania moment we've seen? Like, if you really look back at John Cena at WrestleMania, like, it's been pretty, like, pretty rough for a long, long, long time. As we look, I, I'll, go, I'll go through John Cena's as well. Firefly Funhouse ruled very clearly. But, okay, Austin Theory beat him last year. That was a stinker. He didn't wrestle 2022, 2021. Firefly Funhouse ruled. It's one of the best things he ever did there. He didn't wrestle in 2019. He got squashed in 2018. He teamed with Nikki Bella in 2017. I'm sure he wouldn't mind forgetting that. Uh, he beat Rusev in 2015, and everybody's like, bad decision. He beat Bray Wyatt in 2014. Everybody's like, bad decision. Before that, he beat The Rock. So, like, the, John Cena has been a part of largely inconsequential things, bad decisions, stinkers or squashes in the last decade plus at WrestleMania. With the exception of Firefly Funhouse, which what which I can't imagine how bad that would have been if they had an actual match there. <laughs> they would have had them doing the goofiest shit. It's so good that they had that. So Listen, I disagree with this, Manuel, and I'm not trying to call you out. He says, our true story doesn't need the titles to matter. It's a shame so many great tag teams won't have a chance to be in this mania. I disagree. I think he is big-braining Judgment Day to where he's like, I'm, I, I'll leave you alone if you give me a tag title shot. And then he wins them. And this is one of his big, you know, his big moments, our truth's big moment, our truth's lifetime achievement. And this is coming from a guy who won the NWA title 20 years ago. This is coming from a guy who uh, you know, was the fixture of the 24-7 division, but also both backstage and on screen is one of the most beloved figures ever. Won the U.S. title, won the hardcore title at one point, won the tag titles with Kofi, but this at WrestleMania, his lifetime achievement award. And Judgment Day can win them right back afterwards. No big deal. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that promo after these messages. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake 
thenordvpn.com slash Fightful. You guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about, all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Man, this promo. This was uh, really good stuff. Cody Rhodes comes out. You know he's over. My God, did this man get a huge pop. A huge pop. Just for the video being shown. Just to show him walking, doing the arrivals. Mod Matar says, their decision better in wrestling than Cody going back to WWE. Feels like he's on top of the world. Amazing stuff. Uh, Cody and I have talked about it a couple of times. Like We are right now in the most lucrative era of pro wrestling. And that is for people covering it. Uh, for people in it, for people around it, for people creating content about it, and the wrestlers. It's a very, very good one. So Seth Rollins comes out after uh, Cody Rhodes talked about making his decision. And I love the direction this is going. Let's cover the Seth Rollins aspect of it. Seth Rollins does this unbelievably good promo about how he is unfortunately responsible for some of what Roman is today. Now, maybe I'm lost in the moment, but he talked about how they forged that path together. They did all that stuff together. I don't know. All right, maybe maybe I missed this, and please correct me if, if I have. Or if he did, he also should have said, and then after all that, I slammed a steel chair into his back. So I can understand why he's not that trusting. Will Chisholm says, got to admit that Seth promo was great. It was unbelievable. Vin says, when did Seth become the best promo man in the business? That's two in a row. Man always has good promos. He's a phenomenal performer. Patrick Doyle says, I think Seth cut promo the decade. Am I crazy? Is there a chance Rock were Seth at Mania? So. That's the big question. Seth says, I hope you've got a plan. Because last year, you didn't have a plan. Solo was around, yada, yada, yada. Now, we know Seth is working a world title match at WrestleMania. And that man has a destroyed knee. Seth is also a crazy man. And he's like, give me more. The image from both the presser and the commercial don't seem like accidents. Now, I cannot report this. I cannot say, yes, this is happening. 
But it certainly seems like they're leaning into the idea of Roman Reigns and The Rock working Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. And they've got a whole lot of WrestleMania imagery around that, right? So, yeah, that is a main event of WrestleMania night one right there. If you do Cody and Seth, Roman Rock night one, you also do Rhea and Becky night one. You throw Logan Paul on night one. Okay. You got WrestleMania right there. Then guess what you got night two? Two men's world championship matches. Cody versus Roman. Seth versus whoever gets there. Bailey versus EO. Guess what? You've got a night two of WrestleMania. Ain't that hard to fill in the cracks there. R-Truth and maybe Cena against Judgment Day. Bianca. What's she doing? Jade, what's she doing? Naomi and Liv, what are they doing? Something, obviously. Women's tag titles. Uh, who's Gunther facing? You've got it there. You've got your show. I mean, if you can get that tag team match on night one of WrestleMania, yeah, you do it. One, that would also make me feel way more confident in whatever it is The Rock's going to do because, let's be real, the guy was sucking wind after the gender thing. Now, Karen brings up a good point. Seth and Roman working two nights seems risky. No, it seems very risky. Also, Jimmy versus Jay, as somebody pointed out, seems very risky. And I have long said, long said, Gunther ain't facing Okada. Okada's going to AAW. We reported that on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. Just this past week, we had contract news on Mercedes, she has signed with AEW. Okada, he's going to AEW. Dijak, his deal is up with uh, WWE soon. Uh, we also had news on Bobby Fish joining MLW. Tons of news. Tons of news. FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. Promise you, if you check it out and try it, you'll like it. But we also have a free tier as well. Even if you don't want to pay us money, go over to that free tier. Because maybe there's some stuff over there you would like. Literally nothing to lose there. Looking into doing a Discord soon, by the way. But, yes, there, there's a major concern for me with Roman, Cody, Seth, all those people working two nights. Major concern for me. Now, they do that pretty often. It's just Seth has a bad wheel. And we're going from, can he make WrestleMania to... um. Can he work twice? <sighs> I think he can. <laughs> Reese Power says, I actually like the Seth Cody friendship. It's taken a while, but it's becoming friends with someone you initially didn't like. Uso for IC champ. I want Gunther to retain that. Uh, because I don't think that Jimmy and Jay need the IC title. I think Jimmy can cost Jay the IC title. <sighs> so Seth says, I can be that guy. Now, Cody and Seth have developed this like professional respect because of the pain they put each other through. You know, Seth did all this demented shit to Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes still beat him every time. And Seth was not sour grapes. He's like, you know what? 
I wish you would have challenged me, but since you didn't pick me, go and do the damn thing. Axel says, now that Cody will challenge Roman, and after seeing the Super Bowl ad, maybe Rock could challenge Rollins. I mean, if listen, if if Rock entered Elimination Chamber and won that, well, I probably wouldn't complain about that either. I probably wouldn't. I think the tag match night one and then Rollins against somebody else night two works. But yeah. Brandon says in the tag match between Rock, Roman, Cody, Seth, who takes the pin? Oh, brother, Cody takes the pin. Cody takes the pin right before he finishes his story. And then it is, holy shit, how can how can Cody overcome the odds? KE775 says, seems like it will be Cody Rollins, Rock Reigns at some point. You think at Mania or one of the PLEs, France, Germany, Saudi, or SummerSlam. So, from a WWE perspective, if I were them, I would also want to make Backlash in France and Money in the Bank in Toronto and all that stuff seem very important. Now, they're they're confident in Money in the Bank's ability to sell itself off of Money in the Bank. It is one of their big shows now. Whether anybody wants to deal with it or not, or, or admit it or not, it is one of the big shows. Um, I think you got to sprinkle in some major stuff on shows like that. That way you don't have people that just tune in around Rumble, around Mania, around Money in the Bank, around SummerSlam. And Al, AJ, I do agree with you. They do work house shows on weekends. They do. A lot different here. Definitely a lot different here. But you're, you're not wrong. They do that. Roman doesn't. The Rock doesn't. And Seth hasn't been. That's the thing. Three of the four people in this possible tag match. Maybe not. Rock Hard Joel Wood says, seems based on Cody's promo and, uh, and Seth's, Seth's promo and Cody's segment with Sammy. Cody seems to be forming his own Avengers team to take down Thanos, Roman, and Rock. I hope so. He's He needs to gather a lot of the people that have been wronged by the bloodline. And you got Sammy there. You got Kevin Owens there. Uh, maybe you're even able to get LA Knight there. <sighs> I honestly wouldn't mind seeing like... Even Drew be involved in it. Even though Drew, because Drew does what Drew wants, right? Like, it's not a face or a heel thing for me. It is a Drew does whatever it is that he has decided to do type of thing. And I want to see this big collection of people, Jay Uso as well. I want to see this collection of people that Roman Reigns has screwed over over the last few years Stop Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso and Paul Heyman and The Rock. All these people. And uh, I think that is a, a quite the collection of, of gentlemen to do it. Because who's going to get through that front line? I think it works really, really well. Just not Brock. Oh, that was a great promo. DNC Digital says, off topic, had this combo earlier. Dream Survivor Series team, you and four others, any era, go. Ooh. Ooh. Um, well, I'll tell you, my favorite, like, Survivor Series is one of my favorite types of matches ever. But, 
Bret Hart, my like if I had to pick four people, Bret Hart, Gunther, Stone Cold Steve Austin, probably The Undertaker. Those would, those would be my five. The Big Dreadhead says this may be a hot take, but our truth is a Hall of Famer. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Coco beware, yada, yada. I, I didn't have as much of a problem with that. I'll tell you something that, like, I guess I haven't paid attention to the WWE Hall of Fame lately. Like, going on four years, I've not paid attention to it. Because I was looking at it the other day. <laughs> I was like, Stacy Keebler went in last year? I was like, Charmel went in two years ago? By the way, I will address the, the Booker T story at the end of this as well, uh, because he said something about, about how we reported it. But then I was like, wait, Ozzy Osbourne was in? Great Khali got put in? Huh? I had no recollection of any of this. But yeah, I think our truth is uh, definitely a Hall of Famer. Wrestling with Movie says, throw that Stone Cold, throw Stone Cold on that Avengers team for Rock. I would say more people that had been wronged by Roman personally. Easy Breezy says, Truth is also 0-8 at Mania. Winning the titles, and that uh, that can be his first Mania win. It would make my 13-year-old self pop. I can't lie. I would love Damian Priest to bring that up as well. I would love that. <clears throat> Becky Lynch comes out. She cuts this phenomenal promo about how she, you know, has missed an awful lot of important things, including her dad's funeral, which was like, man, that was so gutting. It was so gutting to see. She said that, you know, she's had to explain some uncomfortable things. Um, uncomfortable things. To her daughter. And one of them was actually pretty comical. It's like, why daddy wants to beat up Maui? Which was good. But, you know, she's going to have to explain to her daughter why she's being brutal in the chamber. And Nia Jax comes out and I couldn't hear a damn thing she said. She gets heat in that arena, brother. She gets heat. No clue what she said. But I know Rhea Ripley came out and... Whip that ass. <laughs> Becky and Rhea teamed up a little bit there and then did that face-off. Wrestling with Movies says, SRS, hope you like the show. Got to ask a few things. How was the reaction in the re arena to Becky and Rhea? Very good. Very good. Rhea is so over. Becky is so over. And Nia was very, very over there. Do you know why they're making that match seem so obvious? Feel a bad swerve coming here. And we won't get that match. I, I want that match so bad. And they've been teasing it for a very long time. And I think that they're leaning heavily into it because they want people to see it. Are they telegraphing a little bit? Yeah, but I think it's okay to telegraph sometimes. I think it's okay to do that. Rock hard Joel Wood says, Solo Rock and Jimmy walk down the ramp and interfere. And Sammy, Jay, Seth, KO, Randy, maybe Drew, all form a line at the aisle. That's sort of a wall they can't get through. Then the brawl breaks out. 
I wouldn't even say a brawl. They just whip his, whip all their asses. Whip all their asses. That's what I say. When you see Priest catching in money in the bank after Mania. After Mania. I think he'll tease it a few times, though. But this is one of the first times they've really let somebody breathe with the, the briefcase for quite a while. Drew cuts a promo. Sammy interview interrupted by Nakamura and his little vignette as well. Zodi says, Drew wins Elimination Chamber, gives the opportunity uh, of The Rock to The Rock to align with the board. Sammy joins Team Cody. Oh, Drew ain't going to give his opportunity up for anybody. Drew cares about Drew. Drew does not care about anybody else. He does not care about you, me, or anybody but Drew in this situation. I don't think there's a chance he would give that up. Drew confronts Sammy. Sammy says that he is on his way to getting where he needs to be. Well, not tonight, because Nakamura beat him. Boy, there was a, a nasty Tope Con Hilo spot. I caught uh, I caught a great piece of footage of it. Sammy just disappears, right? Just disappears. Drew gets involved. Nakamura ends up getting the win. Cody makes the save. We've got Cody versus Drew next week. And I'm like, what? Like somebody's got to win and lose that match. Now, in the old Vince days, you would assume that somebody like Cody could take a loss here because he's already got his title. He's already got his title match. Because that's what they love to do. They would love to beat people until. <laughs> you made it think made you people were made to think, oh well, no, there's no way they're gonna win, right? Then they win. And then you're like, wait, this guy that's been losing nonstop is now the world champion. I don't think they'll go that direction. But I love these matches. I like matches where it looks like people can't afford to lose. Because that's okay. If you've got guy on the rise, guy on the rise. You put them in a match, somebody's got to lose. It's not, nothing wrong with that, I don't think. Now, I think this is going to go to a screwy finish, probably a tag match. It'll probably end up being Nakamura and Drew against Sammy and Cody, and Nakamura's going to get pinned, or Sammy's going to get pinned again. Love for Boost. In your job, you get to meet and talk to many big names. Is there anyone you ever met or talked to that you couldn't believe it in the moment? Generally speaking, Bret Hart, because I, I grew up idolizing Bret Hart, man. Like, he was he was just so big in that sense and believable. It's going to sound weird, but... So, I'm a big Sting fan. Always Always loved Sting, obviously. I've never got to interview him. Uh, hope, hopefully I'll get to before Greensboro. I doubt it. But I was actually kind of starstruck to interview NWO Sting. And I know that sounds really weird, but like I asked Jeremy, I was like, do you think he'd want to do an interview with me here? Jeremy's like, yeah, just ask him, weirdo. But my thing was like, would he want to do an interview that is largely like, hey, you pretended to be this other guy a lot. Ha <laughs> ha. And I mean, I think Scott Norton recognized that as well. And Scott Norton put him over heavily. 
it, when I, I talked to them side by side. Really fun interviews that we did there. Very short, but I really enjoyed those. Scott Norton was great too. But hoping hoping I can pull some strings and make that Sting interview happen. Not expecting it. But you know what? If if I even get to interview him after his career, that's that's okay. But I'm going to Greensboro largely like as a fan. Like I'm not planning on doing much work in Greensboro. Like I'm going there and I'm gonna try to enjoy seeing one sting one of my favorite performers ever the performer that made me watch wrestling and then a good friend of mine diana perrazzo competing for the title banger of a triple threat title match like I'm, I'm excited i got to go there sort of as a fan tonight but had to come home and work but yeah i'm gonna get to get to check that out if that women's chamber chamber is real best ever it could be there there's with chamber matches you can have a great cast and a lot of things could go horribly wrong as well. You just never know. It is an unpredictable structure. I will say this. Um, I am so glad that they adjusted and changed the chamber years ago to make it safer, to make higher clearances, to put pads on the outside. Uh, also, something I'm I'm very, very happy. By the way, somebody says you had a good time experience tonight. And had a great time. Had a great time. Um, but Anna Bauer is back with Fightful. I'm so happy about that. Now, I know there's a lot of you who, who aren't familiar with Anna, but Anna was one of our originals here at Fightful. We brought her on uh, a few months into Fightful. I actually put out a call for transcript work because as time goes on, you learn to delegate. She sent me an application. I was like, all right, her work is good. Let me do some research and make sure she's not a fucking Nazi. So I came across her acting reel, which included a monologue, and I was like, oh my God, this woman is incredible, especially on screen, just unbelievable. She's charismatic, she's funny, she's a wonderful actor, and that really helped when I, you know, I had some in-ring experience and some connections backstage. I had Alex Pawlowski, Jeff Hawkins, and Anna Bauer, who all had stage, acting, comedy, improv experience. They could break down a lot of the promo stuff. That's the way a lot of our early stuff went. Uh, she was in Australia, so she would be waking up very early to do a lot of stuff. She had a series called Most Ridiculous, and then she went on to become a performer and had, I think it was a glow-inspired uh, character over there, but she largely uh, fell out of wrestling. But I looked at the Elimination Chamber stuff, and I was like, man, I, you know, I would love to go to Perth just to visit my good friend Anna. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe we just have Anna do the junkets for us. And then Anna said, Hey, what would you think about me catching up on wrestling this year and coming back possibly at the end of the year? If I'm, if I'm into it. And I said, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, Anna, along with Trina, who, who was with fightful, they were among some of the first women to ever do live post shows in wrestling podcasting ever. And uh, we are so proud to have her back working with us uh, next week. And uh, I just, for those of you that remember her, you loved her. And for those of you who aren't familiar, you will really like her. I'm sure the interviews next week will be much different because she, I mean, the reason why she isn't just all on board right now is she's got to catch up on wrestling the last four years. She's been largely out of that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm just very, very pumped to have her back. 
Rock hard Joel Wood says, all the baby faces holding Cody up after he defeats Roman, like Brett after Mania 10, while Drew stands in the aisle like Owen did, conflicted. Ooh, I like that. I really like that. You know what else I would like, Joel? Not, not only something like that, I still want the Rock thing. I want Rock versus Roman eventually. So the Rock taking the, the lay from the Roman from Roman. Ooh, that would be good stuff, man. Hey, I want to thank you all so much. Uh, that Las Vegas trip was not cheap, and there is zero chance we will make our money back on it. But it is content that so many of you guys want and you ask for, and we want to try to bring you. Uh, I'm sure it probably would have been a good idea a long time ago to separate our an interview channel and all that stuff. But you know what? We got it all here, and we're very proud. And and you just never know. We had our first. 1 million viewed video for original content. Uh, we've had some stuff uh, that was like submitted to us, like event footage or social media footage. Somebody wanted us to run. Uh, but our first uh, original video that ever got a million views was from an Atlanta trip to the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare premiere that we did not think was going to reap benefits for us. <clears throat> And a little clip about him stealing moves ended up doing really great for us over a million views. So I want to say thank you guys for that. We are closing in on 12,000 Fightful Select subscriptions. Uh, if Hey, if you guys want to subscribe for free, hop over there. Uh, today we had Rhea Ripley news. We had a bunch of MLW news. We got the Sour Graps podcast. I don't know. It's still live, so I'm going to scoot over there here in a moment. But, uh, like, guys, thank you all so much. Uh, I always really, you know, I, I dread the travel, whether it be to something like Las Vegas or Greensboro. And then I get there, and I meet so many of you you people, all you people, and I'm like, shit, man, this is fun. And I'm really lucky to get to do what I do. So thank you all so much. Denise will be back with us next week. Until next time, we're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.